So here's what I notice. Most people have it entirely backwards. Whatever it is. <laughs> I just notice most people tend to have it entirely backwards. Three quick examples. One, affirmations. You see, don't duplicate what I say. Duplicate where my words come from. Your words spontaneously come from a state. If you try to do... If you try to edit your words incessantly, if you try to use affirmations to force something to happen, you're just going to have more force. You're going to sound like an empty windbag. Spontaneous utterances. That's what we called them in the police academy. And when I was a cop, it was res geste in Latin. When you rolled up on a crime scene and somebody said, I did it, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to pull the trigger. I only wanted... Those are spontaneous utterances before you tell them to shut up. Right? You just make a note. You know, when I rolled up, this is what they spontaneously said. When I was mentoring with my Forex guy, and he'd say, this is when you want to take a short. If I duplicated his words, I'd just be saying what he said. <laughs> if I duplicate his state, I start, I start spotting the good trades. And I take a short and make some money. So it's not the words that you say. It's the state that they come from. The words that you say are like the turn signal of a car. Sure. I mean, you're driving along the road. Somebody puts on, you know, you're behind someone who puts their right turn signal on and they turn right. And you go, wow. And you go down the road and somebody puts on their left turn signal and they turn left. And you go, wow. After a while, some people go, well, when they put the turn signal on, the car turns. So the turn signal must be causing all of it to happen. It's not, right? By the way, you can argue against me on this. I know some folks love to. There's two parts of the brain that light up under functional MRI analysis. They go, oh my God, look at this. These two parts of the brain with long, weird Latin names. They light up when you do affirmations. They're the feel-good centers of the brain. That's why affirmations work. And I said, well, you know, let's watch someone watch The Simpsons. Watching The Simpsons, if they enjoy The Simpsons, causes the same light up. Right? And enjoying a good cigar, if that's what they enjoy, causes the same light up. But you can't blame Marge Simpson or Rocky Patel on someone's life changing. Okay. See, when you imagine, you can feel good, bad, or indifferent. See, emotions don't lead. They follow. Some people feel bad about making $20,000 a day. Some feel pretty damn great about it. Some feel great about making $20,000 a year. Some people feel great about asking for a sale. Join us at ManifestingMasteryCourse.com. 97 bucks, 90 days, because I know something. See, I know as long as you're slave to your emotions and you think you have to be positive all the time, you're totally missing the point. <laughs> See, your emotions follow your state. The state of loving puppy dad can be upset, can be happy. But if I had to, if, if, if the puppies magically disappeared when I got mad. See, that, some people teach goofy stuff like that. They teach emotions lead. So you must be positive all the time or else things will never change. And it's like, wow, since I'm healthy, if I decide to be negative all the time, does that mean I'll never get sick? That could be the cure for the loogie. You see, when you look at the ridiculousness of it all, Neville taught something cool. Okay, when you imagine what implies your wish has been fulfilled, you get it. When you dwell in your dwelling place, you, you get it. 
Neville says, keep returning to your dwelling place. The state that you most commonly return to is your dwelling place. He doesn't say, hide in a fortress, hide from the news. He says, return to your dwelling place. One more. My job. I don't know what to do about my job, Mr. Twenty. Right? I, I got three of these today. I find that fascinating. So I'll, you know, it's all answer, right? Some folks are looking for a job to fulfill them. Let's call that the man trap. And by the way, women do it too. But years ago, I was working with a mentor, and we were having a discussion about how women women are choosing to duplicate the worst parts of men in their lives. And it's true. I mean, like, personally, I find women delightful, lovely. I mean, they've got characteristics and capacities that men don't have. And when they deny those and decide to be like men, that's horrible to me. By the way, that's chasing a middle. Watch this. Ready? Nurtured. See, part of the feminine is nurturing and being nurtured. Men are really good at putting the spear in the deer in a lot of ways. That's not just a metaphor. It's just historical. That's what we're good at. It's what we're good designed to do, execute. Women are really good at being nurtured and being nurturing until they turn it into a sacrifice, which is what happens when the masculine and feminine stop dancing together. But I want you to notice something. Ready? Masculine, feminine, neither has to sacrifice. A lot of people, they sacrifice their happiness because they think, see, they design their day, they design their lives backwards. See, work is a subset of your day. We really, 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 really get this. Work is a subset of your day. See, I love that most people actually love being productive. I know some people don't want to be, that's fine. But if you're going to be productive, remember productivity, work, your vocation, your job, your career, your business, whatever, that is a subset of your day. That's like lunch. You don't live your day for lunch. You eat lunch and you get on with your day. It doesn't mean you don't enjoy your lunch. But when you get lunch as a subset of your day, so the first thing I'd suggest, see when someone says, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to career, job, business, say, cool, don't base your day on that. Imagine what your ideal day is, and then discover what you want to do for money, with money, as a job, as a career, whatever your specific angle of approach is. You see... I'm not all that good at sitting in traffic. Not at all. So I imagined up a, life t- a lifetime. I imagined up a day that has me not sitting in traffic. Right now I'm in the portable the disposable hot tub. Being productive. See, my day is a subset. I'm sorry, my work is a subset of my day. I decided what, yeah, what works for me. When I moved to Australia, I decided I will never sit in traffic here. I will not be on the highway two hours a day or more. I won't even... Yeah, I like going out twice a week. And then we got puppies, and I fell in love with going out once a day to take them for a walk. You see, what's really cool is this. Don't try to figure out what to do for money or what your business is about. 
determine what, what I want you to do is to imagine up a fulfilling day. And then you get to notice, where does work fit in? I do an hour in the morning. I do an hour, like, early morning. Then I do a little bit of this kind of stuff. And then I do a little bit later in the day and a little bit later. I've got three little episodes of work a day. Ironically, they're probably when most people are taking their breaks. See, when most people are taking their breaks, I do something productive. When most people are slaving at being productive, I'm just out having some fun. Taking the puppies for a walk. Playing ball. Stretching and exercising. Doing what I love to do. Chasing Victoria around the house. And here's the thing. Your rational mind will never settle for experiences. You, on the other hand, crave experience. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to start with your day. If you're going to bed at night looking forward to tomorrow, what's that feel like? Fall asleep, fulfilled that you had a great day looking forward to the next one. Just find that feeling and something will happen. You know what? I could actually make some money writing. I could actually you know, make some money. Like I could actually make a difference in the world if I followed up on that passion, that interest, that obsession of mine. That See, I met a guy... He became an architect because his dad told him, I mean, this is an old guy, like 78 years old. He became an architect because his father told him that he'd never make money being an artist. Artists don't make money, architects do. Somewhere along the line, he dropped out. Somewhere along the line, he started making money sharing his paintings. How cool is that? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to notice what leads it as in the turn signal. It's who drives the bus. That's you. Your imaginal leads. The imaginal leads the physical. Imaginal experience leads physical experience. The turn signal is just part of the physical experience. Have you ever turned a car? If you drive a car, you know you've turned without using the turn signal once or twice. You might do it when the road's curving left or right. You might do it when turning from one road to another and not realize, oops, I didn't hit the turn signal. Or maybe you're trying to ditch the person that's following you, right? Meanwhile, back at the ranch, pay attention to what leads. That's one of the ways to do this right. Another way is to imagine what implies your wishes fulfilled. Going to bed at night, satisfied. Waking up in the morning, imagine why you're going to bed at night feeling satisfied. Imagine why you're laying there waking up in the morning eager to get on with your day. I slept in today to like 4.42. I couldn't wait to get up. What a morning it's been so far. Anywho, and finally, don't make the mistake that what follows leads. We've hinted about that in a couple different ways. But make your work a subset of your day, right? Imagine what your day is like, and then let work fit its way in. Don't define yourself by your job. Again, this is something men have done for ages, and something that women have decided to copy over the past 40, 50 years. Again, you know, like it or lump it, some people get offended that I'll say that. But I'll just say, look, you know, you want a career, man, woman, you know, old or young, I don't care. Do something that satisfies you, but don't define yourself on how the money comes in. And that could be the last little bit, because your awareness of being is God. <clears throat> how you are aware of anything being determines how it shows up in your world. You don't have to imagine that money, okay, money's already here. We, we set that in motion a long time ago. What's cool now is you get to notice how money shows up in your life. 
How are you imagining money showing up in your life? Or people? Or words? Are you enjoying them? That's what I'd suggest. If you got gold today, join us at manifestingmasterycourse.com. It's a lot of fun. 90-day program. $97 takes about 10 to 15 minutes a day. Seriously. We designed it to be about the price and take about the amount of time as a cheapo cup of coffee. Right? A buck a day, 15 to 20 minutes. At the end of the day, at the end of 90 days, here's another way to look at it. Ready? At the end of 90 days from now, if you're doing manifestingmasterycourse.com, I guarantee you, you will have experiences that will impact your life forever. Or, if you skip it, at the end of 90 days, you'll have a handful of excuses. Enjoy those. And for the sharers, those who share the shows, those who share their lives with us, sharing is caring. We love sharing what we know works. We love answering your questions, your emails. And, uh... Most MM members, you guys share your lives with us once every seven days because we ask you to. That's what I spend my first hour every day doing, answering MM emails. I love it. Seriously, it's good fun. I like getting to know you, sharing your successes, your shifts, your wins. And on the other hand, those who share the show, the podcast, thanks, guys. Because you sharing you, your successes, your wins, the shows, the podcasts, that's ripples going forward. People being blessed. You got blessed today. See ya.